Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the, uh, I forgot what Katie calls them. Every month we have a, a theme. Sometimes they're not scary. They're just cool themes from genres of movies that we do. Uh, spotlight, yeah. So uh, yeah. The, the April Spotlight uh, is one of my favorite genres because I like a lot of, I don't want to call them crap <laughs> or poop <laughs> movies, but they have goofy hard, movies. They have hard beginnings and then they, they get better with age. <laughs> so a lot of my favorite movies don't do that well when they start out, like in the theaters, they, they don't make that much money. And then later on, you know, another generation of people are like, wow, this is the best movie ever. And it's like, yeah, that's what they were going for. <laughs> right? uh, so yeah. cult classics. Um, yeah. I actually looked up cult classics, like the definition of it. A lot of the time it didn't have to be a movie that does bad. They brought up like Doctor Who and like Star yep. Trek are like, cult classics like it's just it's uh, more about the following and yes. how passionate they are yeah it's yeah, all about, i had the like, same conversation with jeff because i was naming off the movies that i had wanted to do and he's like that's not a cult classic i'm like excuse you the fans are crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh this one is um i know i'm a big fan of this movie but i know multiple people that are way <laughs> bigger fans <laughs> of this one uh so the the first pick of april the cult classics princess bride yeah amazing movie i haven't seen this in at least a decade when i watched it yesterday just to refresh on it because like i love the movie and i know spots but i was like i need to watch it again just to get like acclimated to it i think i I haven't watched it in like a month (laughs) (laughs) this movie's so damn good yep so good um i didn't realize that the the way that they do the storytelling in it uh it's actually to call it frame narrative so like a frame narrative is like i'm telling emma a story about sarah saving the world and so it's a story in a story kind of like frankenstein yes. or the odyssey mm-hmm. it's just a story within a story and there's tons of like popular movies that do that and stuff but, but that was a really was popular thing of, in the 80s too yeah very much so yeah i was trying to think of what type of storytelling device this was i was like i've seen this before where someone's telling the story and it's like they're not connected to to the main characters but they're kind of like main characters yeah but yeah so frame narrative um so do you guys want to go over like the main story because you, you probably give it way more justice than me honestly it's like <laughs> the best fairy fairy tale story you could even ever like talk about honestly it's it's like the best disney not disney goofy <laughs> like heartstrings y'all kind of yeah. So it's I think, incredible. well, I think grandpa's uh, summation is pretty cool. And I, I pulled it up just to uh, make sure I got the right order here. He says, fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, and miracles. Why can't that be seven words? <laughs> I know. I, well, when notice was like, oh, we're going to do our seven word seventies. I'm like, that's 10. Damn it. <laughs> Can I combine them and make them 14 yeah. and just finish it with holy freaking, oh, wow. Yeah, just, just fluff it up. Just add yep. four more right? words to it. It's yep. fine. I'm just going to combine two. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the, the basic premise is uh, grandson is sick. Grandpa comes over, reads him a book. So, that's what the, the frame is. And then this book um, is an adventure story. There's uh, Buttercup and her true love. And he gets... He goes off to like get fame and fortune so he can marry her and dies at sea and she's like depressed as fuck and then uh, <laughs> gets picked by a prince to be his wife 
um, secretly he doesn't give a shit who she is and that she'll never Nay. love him because he's going to kill her and blame it on another kingdom so he can start a war and then unbeknownst to Classic. him yes wesley is alive spoilers um and he comes and saves her because now he's the dread pirate roberts and he's badass as all get out and they have to like fight and do all kinds of fun stuff there's andre the giant is in it so he's the giant yeah. um and there's uh inigo montoya is the spaniard with the fencing <laughs> and um there's witches there's Miracle Max, who brings people back from the dead, and they go off and save the day and ride off into literal into the literal sunset. Yeah, and it's, yeah, uh, it's cute. Did, have you ever read the book, Sarah? I have, and I like for a hot minute thought that William Golding and William Goldman were the same person. So for like <laughs> a year, I was like, "This dude wrote Lord of the Flies. This is so exciting." <laughs> <laughs> my mom did not, the same thing yeah not the same person at all <laughs> uh, but yes I've, I've read the book a couple of times and it's also very cute and there's you know a little bit extra but they pretty much did like a great job of putting yeah. everything into the movie I would have to agree this is one of those very few book to movie adaptations that was fairly right on the money the whole time. Like there yeah. wasn't a the only whole thing, lot that actually got left out. The only thing missing is that the pit of despair where they take Wesley and torture him mm -hmm. in the book is like a multi-level zoo. Yep. Um, it's underground. And so there's like five different levels and it's filled with um, different predators that the prince hunts. <laughs> Oh, and so he like depending on the day and how much he wants to be challenged she goes to that level and so the fifth level was empty because that was what he was saving for like his greatest foe and then he puts wesley in the fifth level and tortures oh, cool. the shit out of him and he's like ha ha i've bested my greatest foe i am invincible yeah, yeah. sweet okay yeah i never had a chance to read it um i'm probably gonna grab it since you know have a lot of extra time on my hands. It's free on Kindle right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, crazy. There you go. Any, anyone Damn. who is interested, it is one of the free reads on Kindle. That is hilariously the only way that I actually got my mom into this movie. Yeah? By reading so my first? Yes. So okay. my, mom, my mom doesn't like stupid movies, quote unquote. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, this is, this is hilarious. It's mm -hmm. like proper Monty Python. Like, not dumb for dumb's sake, but just hilarious. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I've never seen it. And I was like, well, that's obvious. I know that. <laughs> but so we got her a Kindle. And so she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I told her, uh, you look for all the free books or you buy some. So she called me and she goes, have you heard of the book, The Princess Bride? And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, immensely. And she goes, "Should I read it?" And I was like, "Very much so. Yeah, you 100%. should, percent right now." So she did. And then she goes, "Oh my god, that book was hilarious. Is there a movie?" And I said, "We discussed this like a week ago." <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, it's free. It's wonderful. It's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like I always say, some of my favorite movies. Um, you can tell 
it's an amazing story when the supporting characters are sometimes better than the main character. Like Very everybody so. around Wesley is amazing and mm-hmm. it just makes me happy and I don't have to worry about like being bored at certain points. Every yep. spot of this movie is just great because it's a really good story and that's it it's easy. When you have a great story, it's easy to to make it into a movie. It's ah, so easy. Yep. It is. This was a really good one. Oh yeah. So uh let's go over favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's so hard. Honorable mention. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi, hey, Micah. Hi, Micah. Micah's not allowed to be on this podcast because he hasn't seen the movie. What? For shame. You saw you saw Princess Bride, right? Yeah, we made oh, okay. him watch it. Okay, good. Well, that's fine. good. Um, Never mind. But he's not allowed to be no, here because he doesn't honorable, want Honorable, right. Honorable mention for wonderful characters is the rat. <laughs> <laughs> the giant rat. Yes, because he had his 10 seconds of glory and it was beautiful. Because okay, and because the actor actually got stabbed. Oh, he very filming much did. that scene. Yes. <laughs> that poor there gentleman. Were a, there were a few moments in that movie where I was yeah. like y'all were 10 seconds from Naytown. Yeah. But um oh, favorite char- favorite character, Jesus Mary. I think for me it's it's a Ooh. big tie. Well, it's a big tie between um, Wesley and Inigo. I think Inigo mm. inches him out just barely because a little, especially with the book, he has so much backstory that's amazing. And like they go into mm-hmm. how he learns all the things and does all the studying and has to like do a bunch of shit jobs to learn all this stuff yeah. so that yeah. he can get, you know, his revenge. Um, so yeah, he's I really really like his character. I would agree. What about you, Otis? Honestly, um, Inigo, um, I love, <laughs> so in, in typical like anime fashion, um, when the main character wants that revenge and they finally find the person, uh, mm-hmm. you can never go into the fight 100%. You have to be like on the verge of death when you start yep, the yep. fight. And so he's got like a dagger in his gut. And then the bad guy's <laughs> like, okay, we can fight now. And he's like, oh, God. And then. Yeah, let me just hold my goes, guts together. <laughs> yeah. But that always shows that the main character is so much stronger and they have more willpower because they have yep. to go through so much shit to get to this point and the bad guy had an easy life you know mm-hmm. um, yeah. but it's amazing and knowing that um mandy mandy patinkin or yep. mandy. Man- okay there's a d in there Man- mandy patinkin Man- i okay. think that um I, I read a um article about that um the scene when he's fighting at the end um he lost his dad to cancer and so he said he visualized him fighting cancer like yep. in yeah. that last fight and that's why he's like you know i want my dad back you son of a bitch and i'm like yeah oh, it just yeah. it feels so I real Nico Montoya. You yeah, my which, by the way like one of the instances of well-placed cussing i used to use that in my class because like i had this um poetry unit and they would always talk like well can we like cuss and stuff and i said it has to be purposeful like yeah. language is powerful and so you can't just be throwing f-bombs because you want to like it has to be really powerful and then, um, like, at the beginning of my teaching career, this story worked. But then as it got older, like, the kids hadn't watched Princess Bride. <laughs> so I had to find a different example. But I was like, think about that moment. Like, you've gone this entire film with all this buildup. And then he comes out with that, you son of a bitch. And you just, you feel it like, yes! Right? Like, you're right yeah. there right? with him. Ugh. And it's not just because the authors wanted to use the word bitch. Like, it was so no. powerful. Is yeah. that, like, what's that word? Lot. Is it Lalo Kezia? 
Uh, what? The, the, so it's one of those fancy words that I <laughs> pride myself on knowing for no okay. reason. <laughs> for but this moment. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it means like the release of endorphins when you cuss. Mm. Like if you're angry or if you're in a situation with something like that where it's a well-placed use of something, you just get this rush and release of everything. So that's, I mean, I agree. That's exactly what it is. For me, my favorite character is somewhere between the uh, Inigo and Humberdink. That one. <laughs> I, I can't with him. Like, I just, <laughs> it's, there are no words. But he's so extra. Yep. That I'm like, I like you because you're strange. <laughs> but it no, Anigo, a hundred percent. Like he had to go through some shit. But yep. it is it is based on the book. Like if it would have been just the movie, I don't know if I would have attached as strongly to Anigo. Mm -hmm. But it's just his character in general is so deep beyond what it is portrayed. So oh, yeah. I agree I, with that. Going. Okay, so Dog. who's your least favorite character the kid in the beginning <laughs> poor kid he is so whiny and he's like i'm sick and i have to sit here and listen to you read me some girly story do they kiss and i'm like you are such a wiener <laughs> halfway through he's actually interested i mean oh yeah not a turd the whole yeah. time oh yeah, yeah no he gets sucked into the story for sure <laughs> Not a turd burglar past like the first 10 minutes. Mike is going to pipe in. Plus, he's also a Bears fan. And so that makes it even worse. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Stop danger, it. danger. Um, but just the beginning of the movie, Kid, would have to be my my no-no character. Yeah. And that, that cheek jiggle, like that's, you know, one of the original ASMRs with that. <laughs> right. That pinch in there. And you can hear the flapping. Right. The little. <laughs> Yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. No. If, if yeah. I could avoid that sound for the remainder of my life, I would probably die very happy. Um, yep. It's it's tough for me because um, Katie, uh, whenever we go over movies and like, who's your least favorite character? And, and she always goes for like the villains. And I'm like, no, you can't just pick a villain because of the bad guy. Are they good at what they do? And she's like, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, well, you're supposed to hate them. You're not supposed to like them. Right. But yeah. um. My least favorite character is tough. Um, the Count's a really good bad guy. He's a piece of shit. Um, yep, he is. Uh, maybe the albino, but even the albino right, is great. Hysterical. He's so goofy. Uh, <laughs> it's so tough. I hate when everybody in a story is great and they're like, who's your least favorite? I'm like, yeah. fuck, man. It's like okay. musicals that every song's good. I'm like, I, exactly. I have an easy out for you, Otis. Uh, I'm going to go with the mom. Ooh. She had two fucking lines and then she was done. And she was like the least, uh, she was the most one dimensional character. She just comes in oh, so and much. says, Your grandpa's here and gives him a look and then leaves. <laughs> but I just like for lack of anything else, uh, yeah. like pretty much everyone, like I'm even trying to think some of the bit characters, like the the gatekeeper guy, like he's funny. Like, well, I have oh, no yeah. gatekeeper. Oh, you mean this gatekeeper? Um, Even the lady that booze, she's yeah. good too. Oh God, she's <laughs> so good at it. Everybody yeah. in this story is yep. so 
funny. Yeah, even for, like I said, even the rat. Like he got well, his ten seconds of glory. Okay, the only person that's not funny and maybe my legitimate actual least favorite character is Buttercup. Mm-hmm. Because she's the helpless girl figure and like it, it lends to that story and I get it because it's about you know damsel in distress and rescuing yeah. her. Yeah. Um but she doesn't really have like a moment where you're just like, Yeah, you get it, girl. That's very true. Like, it's she's there. Um she's and everyone bit- else plays off of her and makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Accurate. I would have to second that. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's some of your favorite, or if you have one, I don't know if you guys just have one scene or moment that's like your favorite. No. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, there's not one. Okay, so yeah, the entire movie is the favorite scene. I was gonna yeah, say, if you'd like me to start at the beginning. <clears throat> yeah. Well, um, no, I think the uh, fight scene, the fencing at the top of the cliff, uh, yes. is one of my favorites. Um, especially. Fun fact like, about that. Yeah. Uh, Wesley asked the count pre recording of that scene, hit me as hard as you can. Literally. I don't want you to pretend it hit Mm -hmm. me. It knocked him out. They had to send him to the hospital. (laughs) They shut production down for an entire day because he legitimately smacked the freaking Hatuki out of him. <laughs> oh, are you talking about so, after the um, forest? Yeah, no. When, when he, he goes down, he goes sword. down legit. Yeah, yeah. he's done. Jeez. Um, well, so I was talking about the uh, scene yeah, this, between him mm-hmm. and Inigo. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the well, as as soon as I was old enough to figure it out, you could see like you know some of the bars are like reinforced that they're swinging on and then yep. they have like the landing platform is like yeah. <laughs> it gives little bits all the sand moves and stuff like that yeah. but um it's still it's just a really fun scene like going back and forth with them and you know oh, i'm not left-headed me neither <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh man i just i you can't i don't know how to pick things see this is yeah. my this is my conundrum about myself. If there is something so perfect, I'll be three seconds into it and be like, nope, that's my favorite. That's it. You will never yeah. change my mind. But, <laughs> and then the next scene happens and you're like, oh, yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, this one is perfect. You'll never change. Yeah. And then the end of the movie and I'm like, fight me. That movie was incredible. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, everybody knows the Mowage. Mowage is what brings us to Gawa. Everybody knows that one. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the Iocane powder and mm-hmm. you know. Never go against the Sicilian with death on the line. <laughs> right? Oh, I just <laughs> inconceivable. Yep. But I mean there's so many moments in this that are so my favorite okay if I have to pick one. My favorite. Yeah I know. So it would have to be after Wesley gets brought back and he's just like this limp dishcloth and Andre <laughs> the is just flopping him everywhere. Yeah. Flings him down head. on the side of the wall and he's like, you need to do this. <laughs> that would have to be my favorite because he's just sitting there. He's straight up a dishcloth. Yep. It's brilliant. So uh, I guess if I have to pick one, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. If if I had to pick 
a spot from the last time I watched it. Um, honestly, the final fight, um, mm-hmm. when he's fighting the count and he's just taking all these stabs, he's like on the verge of death and he's barely blocking and it's just like getting stabbed. He's like, this is all I can do. And then he just gets his strength and just destroys the guy. Uh, <laughs> it's a really good scene. Like, like I said, in typical, yeah. like, hero fashion like you have to be on the verge of death before you start your fight and he just yep. comes back and gets all this strength because he's like this is the dude that killed my dad i have to do right it. like this is yep. my whole life was built up for this moment it's it's really good i like that spot agreed okay uh seven word synopsis <laughs> oh, Emma actually has one ready to go i have a few okay uh as is tradition uh let me i'll do one of them uh, you killed my father, prepare to die. Damn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? Okay, so mine are Hulk matrimony, <laughs> fingers down, prepare to die, uh, sick whiny kid, sword fighting, adventure, humperdinkin pirates, uh, too limp to actually storm the castle. Dang. <laughs> and then don't worry, bruh, Andre's got your back. Nice. I'm unprepared for this. <laughs> I'm counting how many words I can take out of grandfather's summary here. <laughs> well, if there's only 10 there, add three, add four more and just make it a dual seven word synopsis. That, that's not how it works. It has to be seven <laughs> words. <laughs> a girl can dream, damn nope. it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to top you killed my father prepared to die. <laughs> right, that one is oh. right there. Yeah, I was like looking at it. I was like, oh yeah, oh that yeah. one, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. it right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll let you think about that, Sarah. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys looked it up, but uh, how much money do you think this movie made? Oh, back Lord. in September twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Twenty Oof. million dollars. Was that twenty? Uh, yeah. Sarah, I can't use dollar dues here. Well, I'm technically, so I can. Dollary dues. Uh, dues. I'm gonna go. How many did it make, or how much did it spend? Oh, uh, the budget. Oh, uh, budget. Well, I'm gonna go answer, with but... like two dollary dues for their budget. Two million? Wow. Yeah, I'm an undershooter. Okay, uh, <laughs> you want to change yours, Sarah? I was talking about the budget. Mm, I'll take it down to like twelve million then. Okay, twelve. So retail price for the Princess Bride, sixteen million. Okay. Dude, yeah, Sarah, All come right. on down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite under. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, By a so few. How, so how much do you guys think the movie made? Lots of dollar dues. I'm yeah. gonna say seventy-eight dollar dues. Seventy-eight. What about you, Sarah? Um, I'm gonna go in like the forty million range. Forty million. I'll put a little squiggly because around there. <laughs> around there. Um, so Princess Bride, it made its money, so that's great. Um, 30, Encouraging. Thirty point nine million. Wow. So I mean, I, I don't know if that's. I win again. Great. Yes, you do. I very I much overshot it's, that one. It's not great. Um, even for movies in the '80s, like they were still making. Quite a bit of cash. something, yeah. 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 At this point, there were Friday the 13th, I mean, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies that were making. Very true. Times eight of their budget. Yeah. <laughs> so th- 
it, it was kind of bad. I mean, at least it made its money. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, sadly, what, uh, is there a listing of what it's made to date? Um, let me see if I can check that out. Because I'm I'm sure once it got its following, that more. That's true because I think that's right when it came out. out it was that yeah. much. But uh, so while I, Otis uh, figures that out, I. I stole another movie quote to make my seven word summary. Nice. <laughs> and it's uh no more rhymes now, I mean it. <laughs> As you and then wish. everyone in their head just said anybody what a peanut. <laughs> right? I was trying to figure out a way to get that in that anybody want a peanut. I was trying my best. <laughs> yep. Um, so tangential side note, cause this is still looking up things. Um, mm-hmm. so I kind of have a question. When, do you guys remember the first time you saw the movie? Ooh. Yes. Where, where I were do. you? When was it? Uh, I was a freshman in high school and my <laughs> very close friends that I think you guys have met them. Um, Maddie and Elise, we were hanging out and we watched it. I watched it with them first, but it was just, we were bored. And every single time that we had dinner at each other's house, it was like the same typical movies that we always watched because we knew how to make fun of them very easily. (laughs) So we opted for a new one and it was great. And then I watched it a billion times again after that. So the first time you? I saw it, um, we were camping and I was talking to my dad this morning, trying to figure out when that was. And mm-hmm. I believe it was 1996. So it was made me 10 years old. Um, and nice. the camping, the campground we were at was, they were doing like family night things. And so mm-hmm. they had like a movie night going on and had a projector thing and the amphitheater and whatever. And mm-hmm. so we, we stumbled across this movie like midway through. I want to say like like sword fight on the top of the yeah. cliffs kind of midway through. <laughs> and so I missed like a bunch of stuff at the beginning. And so I didn't really get why this kid kept interjecting throughout the movie because mm-hmm. I missed the whole setup. Um, and I, I thought the movie was great. Uh, I had no idea what movie it was because we didn't plan on going to this thing. <laughs> so we didn't have like a flyer that said what movie they were showing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I missed the beginning where they show you the title screen. And yeah. so I, I thought this movie was, like, phenomenal. And I it took me, like, five years to figure out what it was. And it was playing on TV somewhere. And I was like, this is the movie. And all my family was like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, this is the one for my <laughs> one camping trip. Um, <laughs> and so when I, like, had TV guide, right, ready, like, able to look it up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then finally, like, figured out the title of the movie and it was probably a couple more years before I saw it from the very beginning to see the initial setup with the kid Mm -hmm. um so it was kind of a piecemeal um viewing of it over like my childhood (laughs) until I like bought the actual dvd (laughs) and watched it (laughs) that's kind of the way I saw it because uh I mean it came out the year that I was born and so uh for sure it was on like cable when i was old enough to actually understand it mm-hmm. uh, i remember seeing like andre the giant so that was really cool mm-hmm. um but it it was tough so <laughs> as a child um i saw 
like chunks of this all the time, kind of like RoboCop. I shouldn't have been watching RoboCop. That's a terrible <laughs> movie for a kid. But I saw that in chunks all the time. Like, oh dear. you know, when I picture the dad from that 70s show, just uh, lighting up that dude yeah. on the ground, just shooting them all up. It was bad. But yeah. there well, were a ton RoboCop of RoboCop I saw like on TNT, so it was heavily edited. <laughs> well, that oh, like very. Total Recall. I watched yep. a lot of terrible right? movies as a child. <laughs> but um, yeah, I saw this in chunks. And then I finally sat down. I had to have been in college when someone was like, let's watch Princess Bride. I'm like, I know that movie. I've seen it in pieces my yep. whole life. Yeah, you, I'm like, wow, this is fucking amazing. Like, this right? is an amazing movie. But uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So I found money-wise, so I had to look in multiple spots and they have Blu-ray know. sales and DVD sales and all this stuff. So it looks like it equals around $130 million, Oh, wow. Uh, around like close to 2020. Uh, the numbers yeah. are kind of fuzzy around this time because, you mm-hmm. know, the world is very sick. Digital. <laughs> very sick yeah. and quiet. But um, it's, it's, it's around that, which makes way more sense. But when it came out, like the year of when it came out and stuff, it was the, um, the 30 million. Yeah. But now it's like multiples, multiples of that now. So That's good. But yeah. At uh, least it got its bump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I always say, if you haven't seen this movie, give it a shot. It's actually great. Uh, A lot of the time... Read the book, too. Yeah, I'm always talking about poop movies. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, this movie's all right, I guess. And you should watch it. But no, seriously, this one's good. (laughs) Yep. And it's a shame... Watch it as a family, too. It's a great family movie. Right? Yep. Like Um, like previously mentioned, there is only one cuss word. (laughs) Yep. So, I read that they, they were trying to make a reboot. Oh no! And a lot of people were upset, and so um, in September 2019, uh, the CEO of Sony Pictures uh, came out and said, "Like very famous people whose names I won't use, but they want to redo the Princess Bride." The reaction to this via social media was very negative, with fans of the film asserting that a remake would be a bad idea, Uh and in reference to the film, inconceivable. So yep. Carrie Ells, uh, they talked to him about it, and he said, there's a shortage of perfect movies in this world, and <laughs> yep. it would be a pity to damage this one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so everybody involved with it is like, please don't. <laughs> I, don't right? I don't want this to be crap. Like, I, I can't even picture how they could make it better. No. No, it would be like remaking Back to the Future. You that can't they, do that. They are you can't. trying their best to get like the rights to like the family of what uh zemeckis yep um he put it in like it's one of his clauses like in his like will that like you can't fuck with this but (laughs) later it's gonna get moved to a family member that doesn't care as much and then it'll happen sadly but yeah it's it's one of those movies and it's in tons of lists of you have to watch this movie before you die kind of list it's it's an amazing movie so sooner or later we will see back to the future uh yeah (laughs) okay well that's i I mean that's another one of those cult classics more or less it really is all three of them i know it's a cursed thing to think about but if they did reboot princess bride who could you see as wesley oh jesus i am terrible with actor names that's Um, rough i think one of the younger hemsworths i could see them do it liam maybe because liam is a little more yeah wesley can't be stupid buff no okay kind of wiry so the when when you said actor reboots the only person that actually came to mind was someone for inigo 
Ooh, what and do you got? I think Diego Luna. Oh, Ooh. oh man, that'd be would great. be a good Inigo. <laughs> Holy shit! I want that now. No, oh wow! No, we don't. We do not want this. <laughs> Damn, the only Sarah, person I ideas. can picture. <laughs> The only person I can picture right now is uh, Wesley is Ryan Gosling, and I don't even like mm. that choice. Mm. But I uh. visually, I think it could work, but I don't know that Ryan Gosling is the proper actor yeah. choice. It wouldn't. It's really hard to think past. It's not the worst choice, Wesley. but I don't think it's the best choice. Mm-mm. For this cursed movie that we're making no. right now, yeah, this is hurting I could, my you heart. You know what? I could. Like, <laughs> who's going to be Andre? I see, right? Like, I guess Big Show. Shaq. Big Show, right? Oh, Shaq! <laughs> I'm not against Shaq. <laughs> Shaq, oh, Shaq would be amazing. The only person I could see is Buttercup because Buttercup is kind of ditzy and bleh, is Amanda Siegfried, and even I don't like Ooh. that choice. But she's always dopey and stuff. She's very dopey. Exactly. He's so dopey. I'm not against it. No, you know what? Actually, I could see Macaulay Culkin or the little Culkin as Wesley. Oh, Kieran? Mm Mm-hmm. They're both doing way better now. So Yes. (laughs) So Macaulay Culkin is really scrawny. He would he would need a little bit. Okay, so Yeah. I think though, like what's her name? Okay, I get these ladies confused. Let me look them up. So, um, so I think I'm mixing someone with Margot Robbie. But our luck, Margot Robbie's gonna play Buttercup because she's the it thing right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's very true. What? Okay, it was a an Amazon show with Orlando Bloom oh, and a girl, Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Yeah. So she might be a good Buttercup. I like her. But I in my head, I always she, mix her up with Margot Robbie. She always has like a massive bitch face. Well, like so, her so did Robin Wright. Angry. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> she was her, not. I mean, her resting face just always, always looks. Bleh. You know what's funny though? I could see either Russell Crowe or uh, Leonardo DiCaprio doing Humperdinck. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. God yeah, it. this movie doesn't sound that bad, but I don't <laughs> well, want it to it happen. It still sounds awful. I don't want it to happen either, but I'm just it saying, like, awful. if it did, it, oh, it could. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so, so, weird pick, but the albino mm-hmm. is uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With all the hair in the world. Yep. <laughs> like, why? Yes, please. <laughs> why not? And what, Max and Valerie, they're still alive, right? Oh yeah! Oh Ooh, yeah. Yeah, wait, a wait, well, then, wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! No, 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 no! Yeah, Carol Kane. Max, I think she's okay, still alive. Max needs to be Mel Brooks. Ooh, oh. <laughs> I'm not against that. That'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, but Billy Crystal did amazing. Yeah, but I know. <laughs> Mel Brooks yeah. would be great too. But Mel Mel Brooks is like 96. Like he's not leaving exactly. his house anymore. Nay. <laughs> he's a little bit too old like they wouldn't have to put any prosthetics or anything on it to be miracle max right just, exactly just, just he just makeup. needs some hair yeah, yeah. just a little hair. makeup well he just needs his hair to be einstein like all crazy <laughs> and that's it <laughs> they could probably just use fred savage i don't think he's old old now but he's like dad age 
So I had yeah, Fred just that's... reading the story to another little turd kid. I could see that. <laughs> Wasn't see there that. Um, like rumor of a sequel, Buttercup's Baby? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I saw that. Um, I don't know if he's having... Uh, actually, I don't know if he's still alive, the author. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I know I read something that he has like... Not like... He can't come up with a great idea on the level of Princess Bride. And so you he's know, like, he, I just can't. He died uh, 2018. Yeah. yeah. There was but something he, like that. He just couldn't think up a great idea for it, but he wanted to go there with it. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. couldn't. He had some great movies, by the way, like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was his. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Misery. Holy mm. shit, I love that movie. Um, what else? Marathon Man. One. Yeah. All the President's Men. Um, what else? Those are good Step ones. for Wives. Oof. hearts of in atlanta so a lot of it like he's doing the screenplay for he's not the original mm-hmm. like ideal man but yeah he did oh, a oh. ton of really good movies i just found something holy crap so in december 2011 uh mm-hmm. director uh, jason reitman so he did um thank you for smoking juno mm-hmm. uh oh yes like that he did a live dramatic reading of princess bride the script and he had Paul Rudd as Wesley. <laughs> okay. Mindy Kaling as Buttercup. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oswald as uh, Vizzini? Vizzini? Vizzini. That's the uh, inconceivable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, okay. I like that, that I one. I like that one. <laughs> that I see. Mindy Kaling, I'm going to have to no. say, is a hard pass. Nope. Yeah. Uh, he had Kevin Pollack. Uh, so he was in uh, Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. A Few Good Men uh, as mm-hmm. Miracle Max. Okay. Uh, Goran, right. I can't, I can't say his last name to save my life. Goran, he's Croatian. Big Vicinic? guy. Uh, he was in, let me see, ER. He was uh, mm. mm-hmm. Dr. Luca Kovac in ER and then Garcia Flynn in Timeless. He looks cool. I guess he'd be all right. Uh, Carrie yeah. Ailes was switching to be Humperdinck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He has a good evil face. He has a really good yeah. evil face. And then uh, Rob Reiner is the grandfather, so okay. the director of the movie. Yeah, of the first one, yeah. Yeah, and then Fred Savage just came back, and he was the grandson. Just as an <laughs> adult? Yeah. Just a grown man <laughs> in a bed. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. I, no, no, I don't, I don't want anybody to get bad. an idea from this. I don't no, want this but, to float no. out. And Anyone some directors listening like, to this, it's a pipe dream. Don't do it. No, yeah, yeah, no. no, no. Imagine and laugh, and then <laughs> that, throw yeah. it away. Nope. Okay, nope, nope. Uh, do you guys have anything else for The Princess Bride? Watch it. Read yeah. it. Yeah, right? Do the things. Please watch Learn it. Learn all the lines. Yeah, it's... come join us in this cult. It's yes. a wonderful place to be. Yeah. We have I don't know great anybody Kool-Aid. that hates it. There's only people that haven't no. seen it, honestly. Well, there are people that are ambivalent. Like, Micah saw it, and he was like, yeah, it was good. But he didn't yeah. fall in love with it, you know? Well, yeah, but that's only the first time you've seen it. Trust me. Give him another six times when I force the movie to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, but <laughs> I'll be like, Jeff this is, is like, yeah, it's a good movie. But he's not like, oh, my God, best movie ever. So that's yeah. true. He could be ambivalent. It, true. It, it, it's not like group splitting like uh, The Fifth Element. That movie. Yeah. There are people that, one, that right? like it and there are people that That's such hate a good it. one. Huh? We're, we're going to do that one also, oh, yes. right? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. Love but, best. Yeah, Fifth Element. <laughs> I don't know anybody in the middle for that movie. People are like, that movie sucks. I'm like, what? Yep. What is wrong with you? <laughs> or it's people that are like, that's the coolest fucking movie ever. So, well, uh, I had not seen Fifth Element until 
when was that, Sarah? When what was that? Two years ago, probably a, a year ago. No, it had to be a year ago, because oh, wow. that's right when Jackson started talking. And after we saw it, he was eating chicken, and I sent you that video, and I was like, mm, chicken, <laughs> chicken. <good." laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's stuff for another podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, this, this movie, I can't really feel. I don't know anybody personally that is like Princess Bride is ass because I probably want to hit him. You probably won't be friends anymore. Nay. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we conclude this friendship. <laughs> right? Okay, so uh, we are on Twitter at Allentown Pod. Uh, we have email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com uh, for any questions or concerns or anything like that. We're on Facebook, uh, Allentown Presents. Uh, we have tons of other things that we do, lots of recording and yep. yelling and stuff that we do, all that stuff. <laughs> Very um, much. We're going to keep this up. Uh, I'm going to try to keep a pretty good pace with this month mm-hmm. and try to crack out as much as uh, I can. And Katie, too. I know she has got some cult classics. It's, it's tougher for Katie to think up a cult classic because uh, usually if a movie looks like ass, she's like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to avoid that. I'm like, no, I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm like, that was pretty damn good. And like, well, seven people watched it. It yeah, failed. I'm right. like, oh. <laughs> But uh, I think she has a few films. I want her to watch Starship Troopers, 100%. Yes. I watch that movie like once a year. It's damn good. It's wonderful. Okay. So there's, there's a few of them that I know she'll love. <laughs> yep. Split the fan it. base. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, for sure that's going to happen. And um, yeah, so the last couple of months, things just happen. And then uh, we have all these plans for all these movies that we want to do. And then that just gets cut in half. Like, uh, you know, last month, just a pandemic happened. Yeah. <laughs> and so that slowed a lot of situations down. But um, I'm going to try my best. I, I've thrown out nets to people. Be like, hey, pick a movie. Tell me. I've told my grumpy friends back in Texas, pick a movie. And they're like, okay. So I'm just going to get <laughs> back to people. Uh, you'll probably hear Sarah and Emma a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarah threw out a list of movies to I me, did. and I'm like, I like all of these. Same. I did. 100%. I did. Giant list. <laughs> yeah. Like, this lit is legit. I really like cult classics. They're great. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. So uh, there'll probably be a chunk of movies where it'll be the same people because we like the same stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll get out there and, and keep this going because I'm excited for this month. I was excited yeah. at the beginning of this year, and then, you know, disease happened, and I'm still excited. <laughs> You're just, just excited alone. Yes, excited. <laughs> at my place, at quiet. At your own house. <laughs> right. So, uh, like always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we're going to keep this up. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>